0: We're back with another episode of the NASA men hockey podcast on a game day. So we won't have uh, updates on the jets game while you're listening to this on Thursday morning or evening, or maybe even Friday before, uh, before the weekend. Um, a game that James Nichols, will be at tonight. I will.
1: I am. I haven't been to, uh, I haven't been on long Island and seems like a while. I've been you know heavily in, in Newark. So, uh I, i'm excited to go just a spectator tonight my wife got me tickets for my birthday because she knows i wanted to just go and uh sorry not my birthday for christmas my birthday is coming up um but she got me tickets for christmas knowing i've wanted to just have a night of not working but just viewing um but you know what i'm most excited for and we we're talking about this a little bit before we hit record um but you know what i'm most excited for john i think i do i think i know why you're excited <laughs> the Bridgeport Islanders' new alternate jersey, third jersey, whatever you will, is going to be
0: available starting tonight in so, uh, the I, Isles I, Lab. So I wanna, I, I I definitely wanted to talk about this. So I, pre- yeah. I that's why I paused us before. I was like, let's hit record because I think this is yeah. a good conversation. Um, I I want to put aside for a second that they could have done a throwback of the Sound Tigers and their connection there and what it's been like two years, two seasons, maybe even three that they've been the Islanders three sounds like a long time, but I can hardly keep track anymore. It is too. Um, it is too. So um, I think to deepen their connection to the team and to kind of dive into the name a little bit more um, they decided to go with the fisherman throwback, which is cool. Yeah. What do you think about it kind of on its own? And then in comparison to the Islanders version of the same thing. um,
1: What do I think of the jersey on its own? As in, like, should they have gone a different route for retro? No, just
0: just the opinion on like the jersey itself. Like, what do, what do oh, you think about it in general? Beautiful.
1: And- <laughs> it's friggin beautiful. I'm, I'm hoping to be first in line to get this thing tonight because I'm as you know, I've said this to you. I'm starting to collect jerseys. And that as soon as I saw it, I said, yep. Goes to the top of the list because I've already and I will um, show it to you. Maybe even wear it on an episode. Sorry if you hear my daughter screaming in the background. By the way, um, but if but it it, I will, I, <laughs> I will wear it on an episode uh, in the future. I did order my Bo Horvat Western Conference, but New York Islanders patch all-star jersey. That's oh, be did you anyway.
0: actually get one of those?
1: Oh, I got. I didn't. It. All right and, and, so You
0: did. You mentioned that before we started. I did not know that's what it was don't yeah. even take the tags off of that that's a that's your no. your kids' college fund maybe I don't <laughs> right, know. I don't yeah. know how any of this stuff works as far as jerseys are concerned but it <laughs> sounds like it. it's it's so unique it's gonna be one of those things where
1: there's um, not going to be many of those like in in a few years right like you'll see one like you you love to scour eBay and every once in a while you come across one of those jerseys it's like oh man like there's so few of these that jersey is gonna be one of them because it's <laughs> The Islanders don't play in the Western Conference, so as soon as I, I I saw they were available for purchase, I was like, yeah, I'm not hesitating. I'm getting that one. Same concept with this Bridgeport Islander jersey, too. By the way, because I yes. I don't know, I, I don't believe at this moment they're they're selling them online. You have to get them in person. And I know that. Oh, starting.
0: oh, I thought there was a link or something going live soon, but maybe I'm... I th- I
1: think maybe in a few maybe in a few weeks that might be true, but I think as of at least right now. Uh, wow. you can only get them in person start, starting tonight. Uh, on the the today's the twenty second uh, of February. Uh, I'm going to the Isles Lab and I'm getting that bad boy because again, like I I've at this point you I think you know I've re- removed my fandom and I I'm just like an objective reporter or I try to be, but that jersey is friggin' beautiful. Now in comparison to the New York Islanders reverse retro jersey, I. Did like it before, and now I kind of sit there and I say to myself, "But they could have had this,
0: isn't it better? Way better. Like I love a white leaps jersey, and, which is on un- which is not better. Oh yeah, I, you know I think that's um not a popular opinion, right? I, I'm not saying it's like I'm so unique in that, but because I think a lot of people like white jerseys. Yeah. This one in particular, and even the older, like the original white versions of the jersey. Now I have. I have a, a Wave the jersey and the Fisherman in the in the blue, and of course they look fantastic. But the I originals. love the, the originals. I love the white versions of those, and I've actually been seeking out yeah. the originals in in the other colors as well. In you know, in the white, um, my my pocketbook does not allow every time something pops up, but it, it does make me want to, you know, when I do travel back to Long Island and I stay with my my parents for a couple days or my mom for a couple days. I always want to look up estate state sales and just go digging for that. Somebody has them somewhere. Yeah. Like there's, there are so many popping up on eBay for so like for years and years and years. Uh, people have more than one. Eventually they sell them. I sold one to buy another one. Um, Cause I had two fishermen jerseys. So I sold one and got the wave Jersey, um, which is more of a, um, not a replica. It's not a, It's not a starter jersey. It was actually a CCM. I, I love that. And there's a million. There's like a lot of versions of these things out there. But I definitely yeah. do like this white one. Now, what I want to wait for is, does the stripe do the weird thing off I, the hip? I'm, I'm I can't looking, tell.
1: I can't tell either. I'm looking at the Bridgeport Islanders Twitter. And there's so many people who I think got them at like this uh, season ticket holder event yesterday. So like they got first dibs. Uh, and, and they're all wearing it but there's no yeah, side profile from the I, it's the right side of the jersey all of the all of the pictures are from the from the the left side or That's at least fine. they're standing with the left st- sides like looking forward so it kind of I'm kind of inclined to believe that it is that way because maybe it doesn't look good in a picture. Um, but one it little detail, one yeah it super doesn't but one one little detail that i kind of love because it's so subtle but it's true to the team is and i don't know if you saw this in the orange there's little silhouettes of the bridgeport islander logo it's so subtle i did see that yeah so if you wear it it looks like an islander jersey but you have to look real hard and be like oh there's bridgeport symbols in there which i kind of love because it's obviously oh, yeah. their jersey um but like you could if you're a fan and you want to go to an out to an Islander game and just wear this like you could and it wouldn't be quote unquote fake it like this is part of the team.
0: There's there's part of me that wishes they would just go to this jersey because it, it makes sense for Connecticut to some degree. They're on the Long Island Sound and yes. you know, there's a fishing community and there's all sorts of it's still it's not quite the same like beach and surfing kind of thing like Long Island and Montauk and you kind of have all these connections and to ocean or whatever i kind of wish they would just go and use this jersey like if all right if the islanders are not going to ever go back to this um they made a terrible bridgeport islanders logo uh when they released that a couple of years ago which is just such a bummer because they could have just I'm... done this then right although maybe they were waiting and they knew this was eventually going to come and whatever as far as like the, the nhl team using it i wonder why they wouldn't just switch to this as like a permanent alternate or something. It's also unique that they're using the white jersey at all because presumably they're using it at home. So that that's a little bit of a. I mean, they had to differentiate from the the New York Islanders jersey, right? Like they couldn't do that. Yeah. So well, like I understand why, but it is different. Like we haven't really seen that. There have been a couple of NHL teams that their throwbacks or whatever was was a lighter color, but. Um, this is more of a like, traditional, just a white jersey, and a throwback than than anything else. But I kind of wish they would just use it as their jersey. Like it would, I feel like I, it would make just as much sense for them.
1: I'm almost wondering. I'm like because I, I think there's like some sort of clause in the reverse retro initiative that once it's over, I don't think teams can use that jersey as a third or as what? As, as why would yeah, they do I'm pretty sure because so it's, it's an Adidas thing. It's an Adidas thing. I'm pretty sure. There's Adidas... there
0: so many rules in this league that just like, how can we have fun but only so much fun? Like so, it would. Right. We wouldn't want to do this. Like <laughs> we wouldn't just have like you know like relax. And this is one. Come on. So so this what is me. Just,
1: league. This is me just purely speculating. But what if what if the Islanders, knowing that this was the rule, made the reverse retro. The way they did then happened to release this uh, AHL Islanders alternate jersey as a test run to see how well received it would be. And next year, maybe this is their new
0: third jersey. It's it's possible, I think. I think that test period is already done. Like, think about how long they've been kind of like dripping. This is going back to when they were in Brooklyn, right? So this like they were at the they were back at the Coliseum for a little bit, Um, feels like a really long time actually. Brooklyn seems really far away. uh, At at this point, I forget. I can't even really remember the last time that they were there. But they were dripping that stuff out then. You remember they did the prac the warm up jerseys, were were the fisherman logo, with the actual like. The nameplates were the right thing. The numbers were the right size. The base Um, of that
1: practice logo uh, practice jersey was just like navy blue or
0: some sort of blue like that. It wasn't even an Islander blue. If I'm remembering, it was like a different thing anyway. um, So they've been like they were doing those mock up jerseys with the screen printed jerseys and not the stitched jerseys for a long time. Um, Again, I think that was back to to Barclays. You can still find them on, on eBay ask me how i know and um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like they they've been they've been doing this a long time like i think that trial balloon era with this is over um they were even selling the wave jerseys for a period of time
1: yeah in, in vintage.
0: The Isles if 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 they're not if not still continuing to do that so like i think that trial era is over um it, it that could be like just a continuation of like all right is it really could we do it everywhere like if this was a permanent third jersey which would be a great idea but they should just go back to the full getup at that point bring the teal back this was a reverse retro and there was like a specific thing with this and i understand but if you're going to if you're going to use it as a third jersey bring back the socks um bring back the i don't know that you could do the the helmet decals like they used to do because now they have the sponsors on the side but yeah, there's a real opportunity there of like to maybe to your point, uh, a little bit of your point anyway, to go back to that as a as a third jersey. Abandon the knockoff, weird. They like they ripped off an already bad jersey in the Stadium Series jersey to make a third jersey, and then just use that, and it's terrible. Like yeah, to to I, think I, about the the Islanders fisherman logo. And be like, oh, they took the Long Island out of it and blah, blah, blah. And then to completely ignore the fact that the Stadium Series jersey is just the NY and has, has nothing to do with anything. Just because they didn't lose as much as they did in the Fisherman jersey, which you could probably look up and compare the stats and it might not be as different as you think. But yeah, that, that, seems, that seems weird. Um, I'd go back to the original get up and kind of just do it i love that it looked i don't know what i can't remember what the pants looked like i'm sure they were just like blue um which is fine but yeah i, I think they were i don't think they and had I, anything special on it
1: i i really and again this is just me you know spitballing i i don't think that or i'm not, not confirming anything of the sort but i i would love to see like the, the ny has been around a while now i think it's time to move on from that and and like the third you know, jersey, not-,
0: not like in the logo. Someone's gonna like misconstrue right. that. Yeah, so, yeah just yeah. The like just the, the third the knockoff
1: Stadium Series jersey. The right, I think it's time to move on from that. Like I'm not saying burn it from the history, but like it, it, the NY is cool and everything, but you know it's it's the Islanders circular logo, the original logo, and and the fishermen are the logos and. When you put out a friggin jersey that's as beautiful as the one that just did, like if they're not gonna go back to the teal and everything, the the originals, I think this would have been the next best thing. The one that they they that. did for the reverse retro was was good when it came out, and I liked it. Uh, and I still do like it. I don't want to say I dislike it now, but now that this one came out, I don't want anything to do with that one anymore. I want this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're they're both cool. Um, it would be it'd be great if Bridgeport adopted this a little more a little more often. It'd be great for the Islanders to kind of yeah. do the same and just um, look. It's there's not a lot you can listen to as far as like what the fans want. This seems like low hanging fruit. Like okay, this is what they. Yeah. This is what they want. It has nothing like it's not going to change anything. There's um, and it, it takes a little bit of the um, desire away, like the demand, like or yeah, maybe over time the demand goes down. um, But there's it's just a fun, different thing. Like you can figure that out. I'm not in sales and production and any of that kind of stuff. But like while it's while it's hot, I completely understand why they're doing it and why they might do a limited kind of to your point, right? They may just go. We're going to go back to the OGs so that people will want that one too, and it makes these even more desirable probably in the second-hand market, but whatever's left will make it more desirable. So I don't oh, yeah. know what the strategy is there. I kind of wish I did because it's it's I think it's very interesting. Um, and I wish we had Nick uh, Herschorn on, uh, which we still have an opportunity to do because he has a fascinating story about how he was involved in all of this. Um, maybe one of these days he's been on before. You can go search through our videos and on apple youtube or or wherever you listen to the show uh definitely definitely a good interview and uh i wish we had known more about it then maybe he didn't even know i think it was a couple years ago so it's probably preceded this by quite a while um i'd also love if they just brought back the uh the wave islander jersey too as a third like if you're not going to do the fisherman do just do that like bring the teal back and kind of like make it a thing um and keep the original crest, although update it with um, which I'm sure they did on the on the fan jerseys. Add a third uh, line there on the stick because on the original, uh, you know, up until like 2010 or something like that, it only had three stripes on the stick. It didn't have four. Um, Correct. So it's which is like another interesting little little piece of you know like how you can tell different jerseys apart and so on and so forth. Um, just to end the jersey conversation here. I didn't. I know people really didn't like these. I'd abandoned the colors. It was like a whole thing. The Brooklyn jerseys, aside mm-hmm. from the NY, if they just used like a, a white Islanders logo, like the original crest on those jerseys, I think those would have looked really good. Like I, I enjoyed, yes, it was different. It was a departure. They were in Brooklyn, they were embracing that. If they were just going to stay there forever, I understood that as a third jersey. I just didn't like the NY that on any, th- on all three of the jerseys that they had, it just didn't look good. So just the original logo on a black jersey.
1: Yeah, Almost similar like to all-star
0: the All Star jersey.
1: The...
0: It's
1: like, which do is dope
0: yeah we should we should do that but the <laughs> i like the it's a very subtle little striping on the socks and yeah. on the jersey i i thought it was just very crisp like i don't mind a black jersey and it's interesting it's not very unique anyway um yeah. but it would have been different to just have like a very black and white jersey with no no other color on it um it doesn't really make much sense now obviously that's never going to come back but as an unpopular opinion i kind of enjoy those jerseys outside of the yeah outside of the crest.
1: No, I, I enjoyed them too. I have one, a Johnny Boychuk one because I, that's cool. You
0: know, yeah,
1: I, I was uh part of, you know, I was a young fan when they moved to Brooklyn and, um, you know, I, I was one of those, those optimistic fans and I'm still optimistic now. It's just, I guess the kind of person I am, but when they moved and this was the direction they were headed in, I was like, you know what? I'm going to embrace it. So I did. And I got a Johnny Boychuk one. Cause I love Johnny Boychuk, and, uh, you know, again, I agree with you. The logo is it the best? No. If would it have been cooler if it was the OG? Yeah. Uh, but you know, they made that decision and and that's what it was. But you know, again, now that they're making these new decisions and and um you know, going with I I guess I guess you could say the fan demand, right? I, I don't know and I'd love to get a a grasp on how um the fan base is split up at this point because there's Obviously, a whole wave of new fans. How how much of that makes up for the percentage of you know the fan base versus the the you know the dynasty era fans and and everything uh, everyone before the fisherman right that hates it now because um, obviously there was demand for this fisherman jersey and they they've made it and they they uh, or they've remade it um, and they've now brought it down to the AHL I, I, and that's an indication to me that the sales were so good that they were like okay we're doing this in Bridgeport too because I think we're gonna make even more money. Um, and like I said earlier, I'd bet money that this is a, um, a test run for, does this color scheme work for next year? Can we make this our third Jersey next year? I'd bet money. I don't know, but, uh, I kind of hope they do.
0: Yeah. And, and speaking, so just to, to kind of segue into, um, on the ice Islanders and, you know, all that kind of stuff, as much as we can probably drone on and on about the jerseys, you know, you said you're, you're an optimist and, you know, weeks ago when we had been having a discussion about the team and when when will we know kind of where this team is um so we're, we're kind of past that point right we we said after really by that ottawa game um which we had we had discussed and i made a very bold uh i want to say claim bold uh guess or whatever whatever you want to call it um that after that after that loss i didn't think lambert was coming back Obviously, I was wrong. I'll own that. I'll eat crow, whatever you want to call it. Um, But either way, we thought that that week, by February 17th, the night of the Penguins game, we'd have a little more clarity about where the Islanders were. Um, Do you think, now having gone through that weekend and things are very different, there are injuries, there's, you know, for three major Islanders, and Bailey, Peugeot, and Barzell, There have been some call-ups. There have been some off games by goalies. There have been great games by goalies. Um, You know, as you're an optimistic fan, journalist, whatever, where do you see the Islanders now? And how and when might they be making some decisions? Because it seems like things are up in the air as far as that's concerned. What those decisions might be. Is it a little bit of both as far as buying or selling? Is it just, yeah. you know, I'll you know, I'll, I'll let you answer. So where do you see the team now? And we'll kind of just like I wanted this to be more of a free-flowing discussion because I think it's very complicated. And it's really not worth yeah. going into like a lot of detail and trying to track like each game and how did it go? I do want to talk about the Bruins game a little bit, just as a microcosm to like a bigger, you know, set of problems, obviously. But, you know, I'll kind of just let the conversation meander as as yeah as it goes
1: so it's it's crazy to say it's like i I texted you after they they won that pittsburgh game and i was like it's friggin' impossible to to measure this team or or to predict what they are now looking at their schedule for february in eight games they've collected points and at least five of them they've won outright one two three of them Uh, They collected points against Montreal in in overtime. They lost. And against the Senators in the shootout, they lost. Look, Pittsburgh is a team that is also on a downward trend. I think they're currently still in the second wildcard spot. The Islanders leaped them for the first. Uh, But I I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to the game tonight, and I'd, I'd love to see how they perform against a Jets team who, have an equally um, astute goaltender in net as Ilya Sorokin. Connor Hellebuck has been playing fantastic hockey this season, and largely the, the a large part of the reason why the Islanders are are kind of buoying right now is because of Ilya Sorokin. Bo Horvat's been really good, um, but you know they lose Matt Barzell and they get shellacked against the Boston Bruins, a legitimate uh, you know playoff contending Stanley Cup team. Uh, that and you just wonder, you know, once they get to the playoffs, are they going to be able to keep up? You know, they they win games against a a, a meddling uh, Flyers squad, a, a Pittsburgh team who's just continuing to age, and even though they keep going all in, bringing back a Latang, Crosby, and a Malkin, and, and you can never count that trio out. The supporting cast isn't very good, and, and the goaltending is is a bit shaky there. So you can understand why that team is on it on a downward trend. It's so hard to, to – I mean, look, I, it's not hard to envision what, what's going to happen. Lamorello believes in this team, regardless of injuries, regardless of who's missing. He, he That's why he went out and got Bo Horvat. So I'm not sitting here saying he's going to buy at the deadline because what does he have left to, to retrieve
0: – uh, or or what assets does he have
1: left to to make another move? But well, that's you know, where
0: it's interesting. I think that's where it that's where the combination might come in, right? What do you var you know varlama You're thinking about Varlamov and Mayfield. I I really don't think Perzic gets traded, even though he's a UFA, because I think he's going to just continue to come back as an Islander, and um, frankly, he freaking should be because he's he's been probably. Save for maybe Brock Nelson and Sorokin, probably the best Islander of the last two seasons. I, I, I'm yeah. not even sure it's that I'm not even sure it's that close, to be perfectly honest with you. Um as far as consistency, obviously he's not missed any games, but for what he actually brings to the table, he's he's been kind of amazing. So you could leverage a Mayfield knowing that you know knowing the defensive depth and you're having issues right now on the back end with Mayfield, right? So it's not like, and not to say that he's a problem necessarily, but you're already having those issues. So shake it up a little bit, do what you got to do if you're going to bring in an asset on the, on the forward side of things. Um, the defense still seems to be okay. I don't really know how it matches up against, you know, you're seeing this month they've played really one good team so far. The, the, the Penguins are are struggling right now, so even though they're in and around the playoff conversation, and have four games in hand on the Islanders, uh, as do Detroit, um and uh and Buffalo, who had a pretty brutal loss to the uh, the Maple Leafs last night, uh, O'Reilly scoring a hat trick against uh, his old old team. The game against the Bruins really showed an, an enormous ineptitude that they like that, that that the Islanders have on the whole, lack of skill. Lack of ability, that that shut down nature that they had, and that's with Mayfield. Um, I'm not exactly sure he's the one that's going to be locking it down for you. Um, he has gotten a lot of minutes. Like I, I think trying to just get your get your player that are performing out there the most, but he could be an asset. Nassim in Hockey is brought to you by DraftKings.
1: The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet at up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. You know this summer, we're going to bet on Aaron Judge, who just re-signed with the New York Yankees to hit plenty of home runs. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you'd like. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Nassim in Hockey is also brought to you by Raycon. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. For example, if you're an NHL team that's not making the playoffs, but want to trade for a big player, why are you gonna risk your future? However, I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Now whenever I'm cooking my meals, I wear my Raycons and I have the noise cancellation so that when I'm trying to concentrate on my recipe, I can tune everything out. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yep, you guessed it, Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't have to choose between products you can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with other brands even if you know you'll love your raycons as much as i do raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase they offer buy now pay later options and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee my favorite features on my raycons are the noise isolation mode like i mentioned earlier or the awareness mode when you can still listen to your audio and hear everything going on outside of the audio so you're ready to buy something small with a big impact. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off.
0: Buyraycon.com slash THPN. barlamov could be an asset. Yeah. I question just as I kind of have forever, you know, as Sorokin, when Sorokin came in getting, A solid backup is really tough, but you could get, you know, you can get an asset for for Varlamov, probably a first round pick. And you can get maybe a second or a third um, for Mayfield. And then, then you got something to work with here, right? Then you gave up Horvat and you could just stay right there, right? Hopefully Barzell comes back. Hopefully Pedro comes back. You have Durandu who had a great first game. We'll see how he responds in the future. Um, Martin seems to be invigorated on that on that quote first line with Lee and Horvat. What can the team do? How you know as far as the you know the rest the rest of the season? Definitely a big game against the Jets. Um, but continue your kind of your thoughts on where that's where the team is.
1: Yeah, no, I mean you you, you kind of said it where you know they get it, it's again. They get shellacked against the Boston Bruins, and again, they're the best team in the NHL. So maybe, maybe it's to be expected. But you know, not like that. It, it's it's, so if want, it's if you want if you want to talk about right. that really
0: quickly, it was just, it, that was. I out mean, they of got playing.
1: manhandled, man like manhandled. Like there was and, just a, NHL team versus versus an ECHL team. I'm going to go step below the AHL. Like that's
0: yeah, and that's and, how so it how looked. do we so like if they're going to make the playoffs, right? Well, hold on.
1: Before we get there, like yeah, that's the ahead. thing, right? But, but in order to, to to make the playoffs, right? Right now, they're in terms of points percentage, they would be out, right? Buffalo is better than them. I think Detroit's getting close, um, maybe even have already let, uh, leapfrogged them. I'm not quite sure. So at this point, we're looking at the trade deadline to be in less than ten days. <sighs> well, Matthew Barzell is going to be week to week. And, you know, it's it's possible it goes until the start of playoffs if they make it. Do, what, what do they have uh, to to sell in terms of getting something back in terms of being a buyer? Right. You have to give to get. So what do they have to give up in order to be a buyer? Not much after, you know, uh, they got. Paul Horvat, Ratu's gone. Bovillier is gone. Your first round pick is gone. Um, at least top 12 protected but you know there's not much left that they can give up maybe Iskakov is is um, you know appealing to someone Durando is playing pretty well maybe somebody's looking at him and saying oh you know not bad maybe Samuel Bulldog but you know you're not going to get too much in return and now the thing that I, I keep going back to is they should be strategic sellers and I know, you know. I said earlier I was an optim- optimist, but in in my opinion, I look at what other teams are doing. I'm also a realist, and and the reality here is they're going to get to the playoffs, and they're going to get shellacked because they're going to get the Bruins in the first round, if they get there, or they're going to get the the Hurricanes, and they're going to get again manhandled. And again, I know we've seen what the Islanders can do, and once they get to the playoffs, and you know we believe yada yada. I get it. This team is not ready to go on this. This run. And I and the other thing I do understand is wanting to have a playoff series in that building, which they have not had yet. But you're not it, it's gonna be two games
0: and out, right? There's, They're not gonna have all advantage. There's something different about this team than those other teams. I don't know if it's just a Barry Trotz effect thing, if it's um I'm not I'm not really sure. Some something has changed in the energy around this team. Um you know, the leadership definitely stepped up. You had guys like um, Martin and Johnston kind of reviving that, just kind of more of an old school. If we're not going to beat you um, purely on the scoreboard or with skill, we're, we're going to try to you know use our toughness to, to win those games. That might work in the playoffs. I agree that if that game against Boston showed anything, whether I believe that's the game that Barzell left after like six minutes or so, right? on yep. Saturday. Six so it's
1: in like 30 something seconds.
0: So it's, it's you're hundred percent, right? The the canes and the Bruins are, are just going to kind of roll over the Islanders just because I think that energy has changed. I don't think that the, the team that the Boston team that the Islanders beat a couple of years ago in the playoffs, this is not that right. And that situation no. was very different where the Islanders really, um, thrived in that particular situation as difficult as it was a lot of teams couldn't handle the heat there right the Capitals um, obviously the Bruins um, you know I'm not necessarily putting them on the same level but the Islanders kind of were, were able to to get over those humps I can't even I'm probably mixing up the years at this point because I can't remember exactly but they, in, in whatever those situations were the Islanders were able to prevail the energy is different the, the leadership and the focus is different on this team. Um, I'm not sure is if it's because Andy Green is gone. It's because trot has gone. Because it's not surely not because of Charo because I was afterwards. But I, I don't really know what the essence is that's missing. Like that that missing link for the Islanders. Um, they're arguably more skilled now. Even without Baviglia, you add Horvat. Um, for years, I argued, oh, they were adding scoring. If, You know, by subtraction, they added scoring. Something's still missing, though, and it really they still showed need against a the They still need a winger, but I, I think it's just looking. I'm looking at the the February schedule here. They they played one. Now, granted, Seattle is is probably an overlooked game because they're they're pretty good this season, right? Yeah. And they they went in there and won four nothing, and that was a good when that really could have, and that was their second win four in a row after the all-star break. That was really important. And then you kind of lay an egg in three consecutive games against Vancouver, Montreal, and Ottawa. And it just changes the the, the trajectory of the season. Six more points and having four games in hand is, is insurmountable, right? You, you put yourself in now forget the fact that they'd also be at, at a certain point then pushing the Rangers, um, for three in the division with six more points, but at least if you're not going to do that, right, right we're just going to get the first wild card and go from there. You would at that point have separated yourselves enormously. Four points. You would have separated yourself enormously from the pack. Those four so games, it would, it wouldn't have mattered. Right. And then you go and you beat Pittsburgh twice. And then you really create that separation as far as now you have the tiebreaker. Right. And you, those are four point games in and of, in, in and of themselves. Now what? The only thing that's that's keeping the Islanders afloat right now is that, you know, Florida's surged, Pittsburgh's not been good, the Capitals have not been good, and Detroit had enough room to make up. That the Islanders, you know, they had some uh, uh, some space in between. That's all that's keeping the Islanders where they are at this point, right? Their games in hand, Florida and the Islanders have both played sixty games, and surprise, they're both in the spots, and the teams are right on their heels behind them. Um, to, you know a couple wins away and it's and it's a different story
1: the the, the trend i notice here too and then i'm looking at the schedule is the games that they've won are against those older teams who have that structure but maybe they're not as fast as maybe some of the younger teams that they lost against right ottawa has the Stutzlas and the Debrinkets, and and um you know the the uh the chucks um montreal has the suzukis and the, the docks and and vancouver has the Pedersons and he was there and um, you know, JT Miller, they have like, you know, JT Miller is not young, but, you know, Kuzmenko, they have these younger, faster guys who it just felt like the Islanders couldn't keep up with uh, the, those those teams. Ironically, those are also the teams at the bottom of the league. And, you know, a team like Boston can you know figure out how to stifle them and stop them and prevent them from scoring. Um, but that's just exactly what what the situation looks like to me as I'm looking at the, this schedule here. Right. They beat Philly. They beat Pittsburgh twice. Um, they did not do well against Boston, even though they fit that older yet slower mold. But they're just so structured and skilled; it, it doesn't even matter. And they have the perfection line and whatnot. Um, the outlier here really is is Seattle. Maybe Seattle had a bad game. It was the first one back for for them from uh, the the All Star break and everything. Um, you know, and I, I think they've actually been not too great in the the second part of the schedule uh, after after the all-star break, but that it's neither here nor there. That the trend is they, they can't beat those faster teams, those younger, faster teams. Um and that's why they they dropped those those couple of games that we didn't expect them to drop. I, I had said to you those are must-win games last time. Uh and, and they they lost
0: all of them. You know, yeah, looking was... at the st- looking at the standings now where everything's even become tighter, absolutely those are mis- must win games. Yeah. Again, even even two points, right? I, which is like lowering the bar. Significantly, right? Because they should have had at least four. You got into a little bit of a barn burner with Vancouver. Fine. You don't love that. It happens. You drop it, you learn from it, you move on. The fact that, and I still maintain, I'm, st- I'm still confused at how this kind of happened. That so I don't, I, I'm just not sure what the direction of the team is still. So like, it's, you, you, it's... you lose um, four out of six you got points in four of six like it, it's and they're against so and that's, and that's and that's the thing right oh, now
1: now in the, in the next the next four games winnipeg la winnipeg minnesota no easy games in in those next four uh then comes three days off and one of those days is the trade deadline these next four games are going to determine what lamarillo does and and that's that's really the crux of it
0: because do you do you think it's a little bit of both? Like if if it's just the right, um... he's not going to sell. He's not. Right. I'm not. I'm Me... not saying straight up sell. Like he's he's taking something. Uh, he's just simply selling Varlamov to get an asset. Right. It's because it would precipitate something else. Right. He's I, like, I, okay, you know, the... I need the, someone's asking for this for like. He's like, oh, okay. I know that it's going to take who's a, who's a random player the honors would never get. It's going to take a first round pick and X prospect, even a B level prospect to get McDavid. Okay, how can I get that? Right. Okay, well, I can trade Varlamov and see what I can get and see if I can flip that for McDavid. Like I said, I don't think it's one or the other. Well, I, rather, I don't think it's sell. I agree with you that it's not sell, but only if it means that he's going to buy something else. Or he might, right. just be, and, he might do that just simply to just see where the Islanders fall at the end of the season and use it as capital at the draft on the draft floor. Like it doesn't need to be at the deadline, right? Like you, I think right. having that perspective to say, okay, he did sell something that might not necessarily mean anything as far as this season is concerned, but it may mean something for the, the summer and the draft and so on.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And, you know, the thing is, too, it could just come down to if they're out of it. Let's just say they lose two of the next four and the math doesn't look good. Um, One of two things could happen here. You know, if they win two out of the next four, they go into the draft and Lamorello is sitting there saying, OK, I think we're close enough that we can still do this thing. I'm not going to sell. Maybe I'll add a depth piece like they did with Coburn uh, a few seasons ago. Um, And that'll be it, because if you. If you think about it, they they did add at the deadline just early. They got Bohorvat right, um, or someone comes knocking on the door and blows him away with an offer that he can't refuse for a Mayfield or for um, for Lamov. As far as Zach Parise, I don't. I, I think that he gets the same treatment as uh, you know Chara and Green. Where he'll say, "Look, I got this offer for you. If you want to go, I'll I'll send you. If you don't, it's up to you."
0: Yeah, it's very rare. I saw somebody I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Scott Wheeler or Andrew Berkshire or somebody um, mentioned. It's very very rare that a player gets traded and comes back. Right, right. like like that's as much as you kind of want to believe that might happen. Sorry, I'm like looking down. If if you're watching on video, I'm still kind of technically working and. Just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just very rare that that happens, so I think it's it's not really fair to cross your fingers like that. I'd I'd love for Varlamov and Lemar to have a deal that he just comes back at you know ch- you know next summer or this summer. Yeah, and um, you know, like, all right, hey, you you understand our situation, blah blah blah, because it's you know, yes, it's a business, but it's also very disruptive to people's lives, and you don't want to have that reputation necessarily and around the league, you don't, no one's going to know that that deal is in place. So it's, it's complicated. You don't want to, the Islanders are probably known and look, Horvat signed you know, really quickly, regardless of, you know, whatever kind of tampering you think happened or whatever the case is, he still signed the Like He didn't need to do that. Right. He could have just like, oh, I can get my money elsewhere. I can go to a different team. Um, Although I think it's really complicated with cap space and so on. Um, Opportunity to play with Barzell, yada, yada it's definitely not as um, it's not like what it used to be with the Islanders where, where players don't want to come here, but you don't want to ruin that. It took so long to kind of get to this point. Um, granted, you like Palmieri signed, Peugeot signed, Horvat signed. I think it's, th- those are all good things. Romanov, whatever that's worth um, Sorokin after all of those years signed. Um, it's, it's a good sign. Like those are, and the the Pellicks who have got grown up on the Islanders, the 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 Pulaks and the players that have just been on the team, not really counting Bailey in that situation, um, but players want to stay that have been in multiple generations of the Islanders, new generations of Islanders, trade deadline acquisitions. Um, it's complicated. So I don't. I I think that's if you trade for, uh, Mayfield, he's gone forever. And you have a Grant Hutton, right? It's not like there isn't a replacement there that we've seen play in a in that role, um, and have success. So it's
1: well, not think, impossible to point, imagine that. I think at this point Bulldog is is the the top of that list. I think he would come is in. he a righty? And, um maybe not.
0: I think that's my question. So I'm thinking about a direct Mayfield replacement that's a year or two younger on a cheaper contract, although Mayfield is already on a really cheap contract. Bolduk could be something else, right? I don't know. It's interesting with Romanov, Bolduk, Woolerspoon, Aho, that stepped up. Romanov is 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 gonna be interesting moving forward because he has not blown anybody away. He's still so young, but I, I think there's 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 gonna be something that um that changes here. Like he's he's gotta stop. Oh, how many years does he have two or three, whatever it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting what happens with him moving forward i'm i'm not entirely sure what's gonna happen there he might not be an on there for forever he might be one of those rfa trades because and they have to do all his values high and it's that's not right now i'm not suggesting they trade him at the deadline right but he's not played like great like mayfield outplayed him ahos outplayed him you can argue Bolduc, although that's a very small sample size. Um, even what's his face Cholowski is that his name? I forget his first name. He Dennis. played really well, Dennis. Um, you you could argue that 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 he's played that he played really well in 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 his role with the others. And Romanov's kind of just been tough at times and big hits, but I didn't see any. I haven't seen much improvement. Uh, what do you think about him?
1: I think he's I, – I, I like him. Um, has he been a second-pairing guy? Probably not. He's probably been more of a third-pairing guy. But I, I, I'd I be hesitant to move on from him unless it's something that like you absolutely need just because I think he's a, your quintessential third-pairing guy. He's still only 24, and I think there is still room for growth. So I, I do like his makeup. I like his tools. He's just got to put it all together.
0: Yeah, I was hoping that he could be like a Pulak light with a little bit of toughness. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Like a combo Mayfield-Pulak, where he's like, he's got a shot, he has a little bit of offensive instinct, he's young, so he's got some energy and some jump in his game, uh, but he can still hit, kind of, you know, has that desire to do that. It's like a perfect middle pair, especially someone to play with Dobson. That that hasn't really worked out, right? It, that that combination of uh, Romanov. The, the bottom four has been a problem save for Dobson kind of putting up points, although I think he's cooled off a little bit. I'm not I'm not sure where his production is as compared to last season in um, and, and what I believe was a career year. But that bottom four has been tough outside of Pelican Pulak. They're trying different combinations. Lambert even said that recently. It's been really complicated to kind of see that through and see what the possibilities might be. So that's why, you know, if you're going to maybe trade a Mayfield and you're going to put Ramon on your third pair permanently I don't know who you pair with them at that point I don't know how things kind of change there maybe it's Hutton Romanov, although that's that might be tough that might not look good Um, but I'm you know like I I, I think that's what they're going through right now is it's there's not a clear path forward as far as that bottom four is concerned even though it's really only 75% of your bottom four right because Dobson is good no, you can't take anything away from them. Aho is even good. Have they played yeah, together a lot? Good. Aho and Dobson? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that are they actually together
1: tonight? I think they're together tonight, too.
0: I'm not. I'm, I'm seeing more Jets things than Islanders things. Yeah. Aho, Dobson. Yeah. I mean, by and large, they played well together on the offensive side of the puck. It's just on the other side that that practice um, following or before the Ottawa game where they were, you know, boxing out and the back check and even Pelican Pulak, both two guys went to one guy the other night against yeah. Pittsburgh. I wanted to go. Holmstrom just didn't, didn't finish the check and didn't follow his guy. the that there's very simple things in their own end that aren't working that frankly, despite not scoring goals, and you got to remember. So they scored f- um, four goals against Pittsburgh, five goals against Pittsburgh. They can score goals, right? They scored two against Boston. That's a problem. Um, but that, maybe that game's closer, and they tie it at three, if the yeah. defense is, is has their shit together. Although, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of those goals were power play goals for for Boston, which is a different problem. Especially going into the playoffs, you want your penalty kill to be uh, a, a little bit tighter than what the Amis have done lately, frankly. But um, I don't want to cut the conversation short. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're doing this in the middle of the day. Uh, any <laughs> any kind of like you know closing thoughts? I, I have like a few minutes to kind of. To kind of do that rare game day midday uh, recording, as we mentioned, um, it, was nice. <laughs> it was it was nice on a couple of levels. I wanted to make sure we just like had a conversation about the team without it being overly structured, perhaps following the way the honors have played this season. Just uh, yeah, uh, uh, lack of structure and kind of seeing where it goes. Yeah, um,
1: I, my only takeaway from you know this is the last time we spoke, we said let's see where they're at uh in a week from now because that that should probably determine their direction. Um, at this point, we've seen and they're pretty much in the same exact spot, although they've uh you know gained one spot in the standings the the math, you know mathematically they're in the same place. uh this time next week they'll have finished those four games. We'll see where they're at then if they win three out of four, at least I could see them doing something to at least bring in a bottom six piece. Um, and, and, and if not, then, you know, I think that's really, you know, if we could see another Stan Pat deadline, which, you know, they didn't really quote unquote Stan Pat. They got Bo Horvat already, but you know, that's his, that was his big you know swing and they'll, In the summer, retool for next year. I think they should be recouping assets to, um, you know, work with in the summer. Uh, This draft, people are going crazy over. I'm sure people will, uh, pay for those draft picks to to get them if if they if the Islanders traded for them now. But we'll see. Uh, We could have a real clear picture by this
0: time next week, March 1st, my birthday. What
1: the Islanders are going to do?
0: So I won't be on the show next week because I'm, I'm traveling uh, for work. Um, Isles Fixes Joe Buono will be on the show uh, with with James to talk a little bit about his book. Um, a little pre-deadline conversation, I'm sure. Um, so I'll be back uh, the second episode of March. Look forward to a little bit of a break but and I'll get to listen to the show as a fan, which is really interesting. Every once in a while we both get to do that. It's a little little bit of an out-of-body experience listening to listening to the show that that you're typically on but um sometimes it's nice to have something to listen to on the on the flight back uh from from dc uh please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to or watch the show you can follow us on twitter instagram and youtube at nussman hockey you can find james work at the fourth period make sure to subscribe to aisles fix um and pick up his new book pick up joe's new book um, it's, it's super cool. i ex- I actually really am excited to l- learn more about it and, uh, maybe even pick up a copy. Um, I learned K is not for casparitis and that broke my heart a little bit. Um, he is in it though. He is in it. I heard So I gotta, I gotta figure out where, uh, I'll have to ask him, but, um, James, bring us home until next time, all let's go Islanders.